Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 6th of June. With much of Europe on holiday, the data calendar is a desolate wasteland of nothing. Things are so quiet that even ECB President Lagarde is not speaking in public today. However, that doesn't stop some central bank news making its way into the media. The Financial Times reports that the European Central Bank intends to set up a market-fixing mechanism for government bond markets in the glittering wonder that is the euro. Funds would be used to prevent too significant a bond market sell-off for member states. The European Central Bank meets later this week, and some kind of careful wording may make its way into the statement on Thursday. Meanwhile, the United States is looking to the release of consumer price inflation, which comes out this Friday. Consumer price inflation is not the Fed's favoured measure of inflation, but such is the inflation anxiety these days that this number is likely to be monitored. The month-on-month change will be large, with higher energy costs and airfares driving the process. Remember that airfares, although mainly about fuel prices, will be included in the core inflation measure. Because the year-on-year rate is as much about price levels last year as price levels this year, the core year-on-year change is likely to decline. The increase in inflation comes despite tentative evidence of falling wage growth and clear evidence of subdued wage costs. This reflects the fact that inflation in the post-pandemic world has been very unusual. Normally, inflation is all about wage costs, which are the most significant part of a company's cost base. This time, however, the extraordinary nature of demand has allowed companies with pricing power to raise prices and expand their profit margins. And it is that, rather than labour costs, that has been driving the inflation level. China has further eased COVID restrictions with Beijing opening restaurants, cinemas and public transport. People also have to test less frequently. The easing is not something that will have too much of an impact on export supply, as the restrictions had a limited impact and exports have continued to grow throughout the period of restriction. The impact on domestic demand remains somewhat uncertain. There are stimulus attempts by the government, but Ultimately, restrictions have caused domestic consumers to use savings to pay for at least some of their day-to-day living costs, and any desire to rebuild those savings will constrain activity. With the UK returning to work, there is growing speculation that UK Prime Minister Johnson, who works and parties at home, will face a no-confidence vote. This is not something markets are likely to care about, as any change in leadership is unlikely to result in a change in economic policy. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.